You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, and I have a fatal attraction. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I've got basic instincts. It's been this a it's been is, a while. Yeah, uh, we we had to skip a week. Uh, had, Jordan died. I had, his bones fell my, out. I, my and his organs my bones. caught on fire. How have you been? Uh, what have you been up to this past week that we had off? Work. I watched some good wrestling, and I'm moving. So that's good. Yeah. You know who else is moving? Uh, nope. It's, uh, my girlfriend is gonna be moving in. Hey! Woo! Hey! Awesome! Yeah, so she's gonna be our new, uh, P-God has producer Kim, we will have our very own producer Lauren. For, like, the last three months of the podcast. Yeah, well, and she'll then, she'll be here in time for the, uh, for, for the, the Zatch season Bell. finale. And for the Zatch so Bell for podcast her. that I've decided that we're doing, called Yopo Pod. I'm not doing I that. I know you're not. <laughs> I don't want to do it either. I mean, I, I'll, I'll rewatch Zatch Bell, but I'm not going to podcast about it. I don't even think I want to. Because it's just too good. There's it's nothing to say. Good. Yeah, you'd say, I like the part where he sings a funny song. I like the part where Zatch loudly yells about the way that Keo is pooping. It's a good show. This is, is a not... good show. I do really like it. This is not a good show that we're talking about. What show? The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Um... Oh, I should explain... Uh, I watched this episode 10 fucking days ago, so I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. Or the show. There's a guy named Ricky. He's bad. Okay. There's a girl named Amy. She's also bad now. Okay. okay. Ben I... is a little weird, but he's kind of good. Who is Ben? He's he's a boy. He's No, oh, okay. he's not. So, a, I'm so sorry. So he's, two... not a, he's not a boy. He's a young man. And he loves to wear his shoes. Okay, I mean, everyone loves to wear shoes. There's a girl named Adrian. She's evil. Okay, and Grace, so you got two girls, a guy, and a young man. And a young right? man, yeah. There's uh, another girl named Grace, and she's uh, sort of a wild card. Okay, sort of a wild card. Now, you did uh, activate a part of my brain that had long since uh, rotted away, and when you said wild card, that you was You remember not what Adrian said. <laughs> She said wild card in the last episode. She was not, she was not talking about Grace. She, she was talking, talking about Amy. Because cause Amy knows Ben. Anyways, th- what is uh, this episode? This is season, this is season four, episode 22. <laughs> the text best thing. Here's the thing. This show took four seasons, almost five seasons to get to teens texting. You know what? This might be the first mention of texting. Cause it's they've always texted been... before. No, cause no, no, like... no, it's always been email on phones. No, they've texted. I know Have they've they? texted. Okay. I've, I believe in my heart. Yeah, because remember when Amy sent a text that was like, happy birthday to Ricky? Or Ricky was sent- that not an email on her phone? <laughs> it was a fo- well, it was one of the, you know, it's kind of like an email, but you don't have to like, it's it's like a phone email. It's called a text. Um, So What's things that? that the show has tackled before, teens texting, uh, divorce, marriage. <laughs> divorce again. Uh, Divorce one more time. <laughs> Three to five divorces. Let's get another divorce in there. Let's just throw a bunch of divorces in, honestly. How many divorce? Okay, we've got. Okay. We've Let's got count through. We got George and Anne. Kathleen Ann. and Jeff, Leo and Betty, um, uh, George and Anne, Adrian and uh, Ben. Adrian and Ben. I'm going to just sort of retroactively divorce Amy and Ricky. 
I I think I think I would assume that Nora and her husband are divorced. Oh yeah. Um Leo did you count Leo and Betty yet? I did count Leo and Betty. I think I think there's been five divorces in this show. <laughs> and Amy and, and let's we forget that Adri- fuck. Let's we forget that Anne and George got almost remarried and then split up twice. So that's not, not to mention uh Ruben I believe is on four. Ruben is on his fourth divorce. We're going to round up and say there's been 10 divorces <laughs> in this show. And one uh, divorce attorney. Um, this is yeah, text this episode. This testing. episode, by the way, was written by Brenda Hampton and Jeffrey Rogers. Who directed, uh, directed by Anson Williams. Uh, I, I don't remember how this episode was, but I, I, I will uh, take, you my take own a crack. Notes. Take a guess. Uh, my, well, according to my notes, I believed that this episode was not the worst, but it was bad and stupid, and I didn't like it. It was a bad episode. Um, I can't wait to remember what happened in this episode. So we begin our episode, just w- another wonderful glimpse of Brenda, of the domestic life of Amy and Ricky. We love to see it. It's not bad. There's no red flags. Perfect relationship. No, never. Um, oh, yes? Um. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't know if this... Oh my god, okay, whoa, I just, I recoiled backwards so hard that my headphones fell off. Mm. Jordan. Yes. I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Sure. This this is a week later. Two weeks later, actually. Two? Yeah, I believe they say two. Okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. So Amy, Amy is coming home with John. Ricky is making, Ricky is here. Ricky is making a vegetarian tomato sauce, which... I mean, yeah, I think all tomato sauce is vegetarian unless you put meat in it. Unless you put meat in it. That's the weird thing is that, like, pasta is a great dish to make vegetarian, right? I know, and yet for some reason- For some reason, Amy insists on making fake vegetarian meat sauce. It's very strange. You but didn't but Ricky is making. I never thought about that. Ricky is making that because a nice customer gave him some homegrown tomatoes. Wow, I bet he's fucking that customer. Yeah, it's like the old saying goes: a tomato, a tomato, and the tomato is sex. Okay, so uh, Ricky is like, "Hey, Amy, I made spaghetti. A customer brought some tomatoes from their and garden." She fucking I, hates I, it. This he is specifically. He goes out of his way to be like. Oh, I, I felt like making marinara sauce since I had these tomatoes. There's no meat instead of the fake meat you use. I also made a salad. The customer brought in some lettuce from her garden. It's like, okay, Ricky, I did, I you didn't. This you is didn't one of those episodes twice. Where, this is one of those episodes where Brenda really wants us to think that Ricky is perfect and that Amy is evil. Yeah, finally one of those episodes. <laughs> this is the first time this has ever happened. Yeah, so Amy's, Amy's like, like pissed because I make yeah, the spaghetti. She makes the these spaghetti parts. in this house. Um. And then they're just, like, eating, and she's it's like, hey, Ricky, remember two weeks ago? Um, I talked to Ben. My note says that she said last week. I wrote two weeks, and I watched well, it while I was sick, so <laughs> I think I have, I watched I it was... while I was very attentive ten days ago. <laughs> so basically, uh, let's, we're, let's we're net the difference. It was a month. It was a month ago. It was, it was last year. Um, yeah. Amy brings up that she talked to Ben with when she was getting a pizza for an hour. And Ricky's mm-hmm. like, I don't care. And then Amy's like, I I hate it. I wanted you to care. It it's amazing. Like Ricky's just like, oh yeah, because Amy's like, uh, I told you I was gonna make spaghetti tomorrow night, and then you went and made spaghetti tonight. And he goes, oh, it's fine. We can do both because my spaghetti won't taste anything like yours. Their relationship sucks so bad. And then Amy just immediately is like, so you know when I was getting a pizza for two hours. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. Ricky says, <laughs> "Okay." Amy says, 
uh thanks for taking care of my friends last week amy says and then and then she brings up the pizza thing and ricky says that was a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. but it was the day before amy's friends showed up they were there for a while they were there for one week canonically oh my god yeah ricky's Uh, like well you see ben every day at school so why would i care and she's just like well i want i want you to care and he's like here's here's a little relationship tip uh-huh. the response to this that you should have is not i don't care why are you telling me this it's that's okay that's not a problem or because the fact that she's telling you this richard means that she thinks that it would be a problem don't just fucking be like who gives a shit why are you telling me like <laughs> okay that is the correct response but it's not the ricky response I know, that's why the I'm The Ricky response is to play some mind games. He's like, she, yeah, she's like, you don't want to know what we talked about? And he says, he's like, it doesn't matter to me. And then she's like, you know, we were married once, which I hate that the show has just all of a sudden decided that the Yeah, married, they were married now. Yeah, they were married. The yeah, show- Ricky's like, Ricky's like, I don't care unless you had sex. Did you have sex? And she goes, no. So you're not even a little bit upset? And he says, not unless you want me to be. And she sighs and goes to T-Pose in the living room. There's all that you can do in the house with Ricky is T-Pose. Yeah, but then she immediately sits back down and apologizes. She very much does. Um, Ricky also points <laughs> out that they haven't fucked in a while. No, that was, I misread my notes. They haven't, they haven't listened to funk in a while. They haven't listened to funk in a while. Amy, <laughs> Amy says like, hey, you're allowed to be mad at me if you want <laughs> You don't need uh-huh. to, you don't need to stuff it in. Yeah, and then finally she's, Ricky has permission to be an asshole. If only, if only he had always had permission to be an asshole. So anyway, and Amy wants to like, know who's, who's bringing the tomatoes. Who's this lettuce and tomatoes floozy bringing you salad? Salad is what the cool teens, the new teens call it. Ricky, and he's, yeah. Yeah, he says, oh yeah, his response, his hashtag relationship goals response She's like, who's this woman bringing you tomatoes and lettuce? He goes, she's 79. So you were flirting with Ben. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, why are you two dating still? Oh my god. And yeah, he's like, if you don't want to get married, just say so. And she goes, I do, I'll just pick a date. How's how's the 4th of July next summer? This fucking bullshit, I hate this. Why (laughs) did she have to, okay, okay. First of all, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not mad that she, here's the thing. I'm not mad at Amy for picking the 4th of July. I'm mad at Amy for making every single other character in the show have an opinion about them getting married on the 4th I know, of July. Just why? 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 Like, I don't want to mirror every single character on the show, but like, why the 4th of July? Why the 4th of July, Amy? Why? I, you know what? I think, I think, and I'm getting a little, a little game theory here, but I'm going to say that literally she just tried to come up with a date. And that was and the first thing. The Fourth she- of July is a is a, a phrase that you hear in your brain, and those are the words that she said. <laughs> Oops. But the real reason is that the writers wanted her to do something stupid. It's not stupid. It's just weird. I I have a I have a bad confession. Uh huh. You forgot the what the show fourth of got July a is. big laugh out of me. Here. Is it when Ricky said "God bless America"? No. Okay. That good, didn't that make sucked. me laugh because that was stupid. But yeah, she says, "How's the Fourth of July?" He goes, "Sounds great. God bless America." And she goes, "What's that supposed to mean?" And he says, "Nothing. I just said it." <laughs> and that made me laugh. And then Ricky that's, says, <laughs> "That's the exact kind of bullshit I do, where I just say words, and then I'm like." Oh, yeah, it's also that, a thing our grandma. Sorry, does. that literally didn't mean anything. And then Ricky I says, just, "He says it just came out of my mouth." He says, 
I don't know what it means. Let freedom ring. He like tries it. He takes a second crack at it. Yeah, he does. I yeah. And then uh, he's like, he's like, Amy, I want you to set the date because you want to get married, not because you're upset that I don't care that you were talking to Ben. And then he storms off to T-Pose in the living room. And then Amy says to John, I doubt that tomato lady is 79. And John just what nods the fuck, mom? This poor child. Why am I? Why? Can I like live anywhere else? Can I live with uh can I live with Donovan and Leon? Who? So George is it too and, late? So George and Nora <laughs> text about the wedding date and then they Why text are they back texting so you now? Like this like, is the texting episode. Why are they t- but even the grown-ups are getting in on the fun. Yeah, it's the text best thing. Text By best the way, thing. I don't think the show's ever just like done like a title title like that before. You're right. Usually it's like something in the episode or fucking nothing. No, it's not. But usually it's something. Usually it's just like a sentence that you might say. This is this whole episode. Or like a reference that they misquote. Yeah. So George is like, George and Nora are both like, wow, the 4th of July. What's up with that? Um, wow, she's stupid. They talk about wedding. It really doesn't matter. Like, I, I do like that Nora is just like offhandedly. She's like, oh, Ricky sent me a recipe for tomato sauce. And George goes, huh. I don't know why he's making tomato sauce. Doesn't he know he's gonna? Have they to already eat did this that shit. Fake meat sauce. They for the did rest this of his last. Life. Oh my I, they god! Did, they already did. This. They did this one about the tomato sauce. God, <laughs> exactly. Was that like thing. last? That was fucking last season, I think, when they talked about moving in. I I I, I no, think that was that the was beginning earlier this season. That was this season. That was the beginning of the season. It just feels, it feels like, like a million years fucking years ago. Uh, George, then they're like getting this whole episode. Uh, George and Nora are getting texts from their kids that are just like like George gets a text about I think Ricky got t- pussy tomatoes from a hot young lady, and then yeah, I'm gonna. Here's what my notes say. Uh huh. My notes say the following. Amy and George are texting, and Ricky and Nora are texting, and George and Nora are talking to each other about what Amy and Ricky are texting to them, and we cut to Amy and Ricky talking about how George and Nora are talking about what they're texting to them. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. So that's the that's the episode. We can now and stop. Just assume that in every scene that's kind of happening. And if and if and it's not, the then like different characters texting different characters. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's happening. And then Ricky takes off his pants and he's wearing American flag boxes. He sure is. It and he been... says he thought he'd make it a theme night. I don't understand Ricky. Let's fuck for America. My other favorite thing is that um, because Amy's like, "Who got you these this underwear? You you know when you when you fuck and you cheat, and then you're you're the person you're cheating on with gets you uh, patriotic boxers." Yeah, I. So what Amy is suggesting, she's thinking, is that Ricky texted the tomato lady, uh, "My stupid girlfriend wants to get married on the Fourth of July," and she went, "Wow, that's funny. I'm gonna bring over some American flag now, boxers and sneak them to you through right the now. window." I guess. Now the thing is, is that the origin of flag boxers, I don't think ever. Is revealed. He just had these. No, it's not. It doesn't matter. She probably the Ricky hates America and he wants the image of a flag going into his butt at moments during the day, every day. Yeah, he wants to bust in his American flag. He wants uh, to fucking bust on the flag, which is (laughs) he wants to bust in his flag jorts. And Amy, Amy, uh, gets mad at him. She wants. She would never. She would. She's ashamed that he would bust on the flag. Amy gets mad at him for busting on the American flag, (laughs) and he. She's like, why'd you bust on it? And he just, like, ignores her and resumes texting. And I swear to God, when Brenda Hampton wrote this episode, her kids were texting a lot. I, probably what it is, huh? 
Yeah. She's Dude, there's like, going to be an episode where can you every- talk like real people. There's going to be an episode where it's this, but everyone's gaming and like George and Nora are gaming. No, I don't think that I Brenda, know. I doubt that Brenda allows video games Brenda. in the household. So Brenda's- Ricky, uh, <laughs> Ricky then, oh my God. So Amy's like, Ricky, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like ignoring her and texting. And then he wants, he says something to her that I didn't write down. Cause who cares? And then she's texting George and he's like, why don't you put your phone down and stop texting people? Ricky Amy. is an old man. Is another thing that I. But he was just doing it. No, but but like Ricky is Ricky is an old man. Is the thing that a lot of people don't realize about him. Like he's. Yeah, a, I mean, I re- we fucking talk he's about. He's an it all old the time. man in the body of a of a teenage heartthrob. I guess <laughs> he's an he's an old man in the body of a man in his twenties playing the body of a seventeen year old. <laughs> There's a lot. He's he's a real Russian doll of a person. Yeah, um, so Ricky uh, tells Amy that his mom, Nora, not Margaret, bought him the underwear, and then we cut back to Nora, and she's like, Ricky says I bought him flag underwear. <laughs> okay, so Ricky is lying. lying. He's texting his mom to be like, if Amy asks, you bought me, th-. like, why does it matter? First of all, why does why does it matter? Second of all... Okay, now I am, now I'm questioning why you have those. Why do you have these American flag boxers? These big jewels. You know what, you know what you could have said? You could have said to Amy, oh yeah, I've always had these, I just never wear them. Because they're dumb and I only sometimes want to bust on the flag. Right, like, like people have clothes they don't wear usually. (laughs) Um, like, I, specifically, I feel like it's like a, like everybody has specifically underwear that they never wear. I just, like this is my laundry underwear. Yeah, or it's your protest underwear. So Madison and Lauren are like the Fourth of July. Really, well, that, that would be if the American flag was upside down. That's true. So Ricky, you know, he does a handstand and then he busts. So Lauren is like, um, Lauren talks about how it's like so the whole celebrate country can celebrate. This is a very meta moment for Lauren and Madison. Yeah, because they talk about like oh. You know, oh, first of all, Lauren tells Madison that she should sleep with Ricky and that yeah. they should be able to joke about the fact that she's a, uh, you know, just, just insert. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, so here's what happens. Madison <laughs> says, are you calling me a slut? And then Lauren says, you're not a, I don't like that word, Madison. Women shouldn't call other women sluts or skanks or bitches. Lauren doesn't like that word. She literally. Brenda loves cuts those words. Son, like, I don't want to say that. And then she says three of them. <laughs> this is uh, this is that post about like being afraid to be tricked into saying the n word on League of Legends. <laughs> this is like that thing that our grandma does after she. Oh sees my god! After she sees all the, the swears and oh she's my like, god! They, did they, you hear? They, they said all the, the swear their language. Oh my god! They said shit. They said damn. Oh my god, grandma! Well, once again, you all these characters are just grandmas. The they said asshole. The grandma's in the body of teenagers. Madison, okay, so. here's my favorite thing that Madison says in this episode where she's like, uh-huh. man, you need to get laid. And I was like, oh, so you can see that it's like not a big deal or that having sex is fine or that you don't need it's- to take it so seriously. <laughs> no, no. Madison tells Lauren that she needs to get laid so she can have her self-esteem, self-esteem destroyed. What is specifically what, a, a, what she says? What a good friend. He- she says, you need to lose your virginity to learn a lesson about how it's a mistake to have sex too early and with the wrong guy. You need to 
create some lifelong regrets. She already doesn't want to do that, Madison. That's the point. I, I just, I was so sure for like five seconds that she's gonna be like, man, oh, if you're thinking that, you need to just have sex and be like, oh, it's not a big deal or whatever. It's fun. No, it's, you need to fucking destroy yourself. <laughs> you need to have sex so that you won't you want to have sex anymore. So you can feel as bad you know as I feel. Bad. Right now, you don't want to have sex because you think it would be bad. But if you had sex, you would see that it's bad, and then you wouldn't want to do it. You ever you think about bad? Mad- I mean, okay. Here's the thing that I'm thinking about now. Madison has had, as far as I can tell, two sex experiences. The first one was with Jack, and he started crying in the middle of it. <laughs> the second one was with Jesse. He wouldn't stop smiling, and at the end of it, Lauren walked in and it destroyed <laughs> their friendship. So actually, this is perfectly reasonable for Madison's character that she now hates sex. Oh, I mean, I'm sure that she's never had a good sexual experience. The other things that she's done is blowing Jack a lot. Well, he cried, presumably, and called her Grace. Yeah. Uh, um, so so uh, Lauren says that she's still angry with Madison good, and Madison says, oh, well, what if we find someone else to be angry with, like a common enemy? Like Amy, Amy. And then I think you and I probably both wrote in our notes, oh, like Amy. And then Lauren literally says, like who, Amy? Yeah, and then Lauren basically talks about how um, her entire high school experience and and the the whole world sort of focuses this on Amy. This is not how I wanted my <laughs> high school experience. Almost to as go. if almost as if they were in some kind of TV program, and Amy was the main character. A very poorly written TV <laughs> program. Imagine if you lived in this world, how much you'd hate your life. <laughs> Specifically, you have, how much you'd hate Amy. <laughs> you have two choices. You can either be not a main. You can't be Amy or Ricky. So you can either be one of That's their fine. friends. Or you can just stick it out, be an extra, and be so happy whenever school's out and go, yeah! Extra. Summertime! You can pretend to walk around a corner. You can fucking Uh, be in the texting montage later. (laughs) Did you know know Amy's mom gay? So, we'll fucking get there. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, they're like, oh, our whole high school experience has been centered around Amy Juergens and the consequences of her having band can't sex they basically say let's experience character development for the first time yeah she says our lives are always about her never about us holy shit and then uh brenda's like (sighs) oh brenda's like holy shit they're becoming self-aware gotta stop this right i i i feel like she should i feel like they should be mad at the writers not amy it's not amy's fault that the writers forgot to give anybody lives that don't revolve around amy having sex they went to summer school they got some part-time jobs. Madison, why'd they go to summer school? Why'd they go to summer school? Amy, uh, Madison got a part-time job. No, 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 no. Why, why is Amy at summer school? Madison dated an adult man for a little while. Why, was, why is Amy at summer school? Uh, once again, I don't really remember. I think it's because of Lauren. Because of sex. It's because she had sex. Um, Amy. The only, the only things that happen in this show are, are directly teens. related to Amy, Adrian, or Grace having sex, occasionally someone else having sex, but almost exclusively those three. It's the butterfly effect. Yeah. So Lauren says, we gotta have our own lives. Let's go to college and travel and see the world and do things that uplift mankind. And then Madison brings the zinger. She says, yeah, but not in a sexual way, like a boner, like a boner. Uh, there was, like a there boner. were two boner, like a boner. Jo- There were two boner jokes in this episode. Do you remember the other one? We'll get to it. Uh, the other one was that Ricky was flying his American flag at half-mast. <laughs> He's only a half-chub. Um, that was... That's what happens when John McCain dies. So, so Madison immediately forgets the decision that they just made and starts texting Henry about the wedding date. Well, here's the thing. Like, we said this would happen when Madison's like, we're gonna, we're gonna cut him out of, I'm gonna cut him out of my life. And she feels bad. It's been two weeks. It's been one week. It's been one month. 
Uh-huh. So Henry has basically been sitting in a room with two boys all all two weeks. Uh-huh. And they're these kids, these are gamers. Oh, these are gamers. These are little gamers that he lives. Oh, these with. are gamers. You say Brenda doesn't oh, oh, know these? anything about gaming. Oh, these are gamers. These are gamers. So, um, do we Oh yeah, she wants to tell Henry she feels bad for cutting him off. Henry tells his brothers that Ricky and Amy are getting married on the fourth of July. I have but no idea why he gaming. would care. They don't they're care. gaming. He then texts Alice, who does a smile. And then we yeah, see it's th- funny. Text chain. Henry yeah. texts out. Wow. Text Jack. Like, text Grace. Grace is it? Wait. Yeah. Wait. Grace and Jack are over in this. Gra- oh, I'm Gra- sorry. Yeah. I forgot. Grace. Jack doesn't text Grace. Grace is in Jack's room because they got back together. No, they're just friends. Question Remember, mark? he slapped her butt, and they're friends, just like friends do, like baseball. No, 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 no. Because last last episode, yeah, was, no, no, Grace was like, it. oh no, 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 we can't because you, I need a commitment, and it won't work. Yeah, and that's why they're just and friends. Then they, and then they they broke up for real, for real this time. And now she's in his room because they're back together. They're best friends, uh, and they kiss. Uh, they're best friends who kiss and talk uh, about getting married. Uh, you have friends. I have friends. And Grace says that she doesn't care. And then she texts Adrian about it because she doesn't care. Sam, wait, wait, wait. Then, do you not kiss all your friends and ask them when you're going to get married? And to I don't married? have any friends. Oh, okay. So Grace. Uh, texts Adrian about the thing that she doesn't care about, and then Adrian is in the middle of making out with Omar. Oh, and she teens! These teenagers! She literally, like, while kissing him, like, holds up her phone and, like, looks over at it and reads the text while continuing to make out with her boyfriend, and he's not happy about it. He says, Adrian, and women th- be oh, on their oh, cell oh, phones. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. I forgot the important the important second part, the thing that he was actually mad about. It's the fact that after reading the text, while continuing to kiss Omar, she begins to text her ex-husband. Yeah, and he's fine with it. He loves it. No, he's not. Um, hey, what do you do when you're a new teen and there's no weed, alcohol, or ninjas around? Uh, I guess I would play one or more billiards i would play a bill just a singular billiard just just one billiard i'll tell you what when i was in high school i loved to play pool and it made me feel i i felt badass when i played pool in oh high school. yeah every teenager feels like the fucking hottest of shit you feel like james dean or another old dead man um <laughs> yeah i felt like uh i felt like greg uh, turkington's uh, painting of james dean and marilyn monroe i am i am at an absolute loss for any marlon man brando who is deceased marlon brando is is he alive i think so uh oh just go something easy do like william shakespeare he's dead i think yeah when, whenever i shoot pool when I, whenever i shoot billiards i feel like bill <laughs> you feel like the bard yeah <laughs> billy the bard playing billy the urds <laughs> nice so new teens are, they have a lot to say about, um, teens getting married and condoms and sex ed and, uh, also apparently Mercedes and Raven I, Satan, huh? I have, I have one quick note is and it, this is the, the smallest thing, but it fucking destroyed me. Uh-huh. It's, they're all playing pool uh-huh. when we first cut to them and Ben gets the texts from Adrian about the wedding date. And Dylan looks over and says the most realistic, classic teenager line out loud. She goes, are you texting? Damn. It's like I'm really there. I I was just like, you know, nobody asks some, are you texting over there? It doesn't happen. Hey, bro, are you texting, man? Are you texting? Oh, yeah, I'm texting. 
Well, um, so yeah, they're like, that? who gets Whoa. teen pregnant? Why do you get teen married and teen divorced? Don't they teach you to use condoms at your garbage dumpster school? And then Ben I says, do like a, uh, Ben makes Dylan. A, Dylan is doing sort of like the uh, hey, cut it out because Ben Ben got a girl pregnant, and you're talking about him. And Raven's like, oh right, sorry. But seriously though, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> ben says that uh, they couldn't afford. There were budget cuts, and bananas were too expensive. And they couldn't learn how to use condoms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Also, uh, and then, also, I feel like I don't know about the state of California. I, at my high school, here's the thing. Uh, at my middle school, I went to middle school in Washington. So when we got yes. the sex ed, we got like the works, right? Uh-huh. And then when I went to high school, this was super funny for me and me exclusively. Uh, we got abstinence only. So I had already been oh filled my in God. on the details. Oh, God. But then when I was in high school, they were like. For, for the, you moved to. I moved, oh, yeah. I, I went to high school in Arizona. So they were like. Now you're supposed to wait till you're married, and they didn't talk about any kinds of birth control. And Arizona has a very epically own the teacher be like, um, excuse me, I know I've heard about a thing called a condom, and God doesn't real. But um, have you ever heard of a different? I shouldn't make a joke about the fact that sex ed is very important. Also, uh, Arizona has a very high rate of of this show. Arizona has a very high rate of teen pregnancy, so maybe fix your fucking maybe fix your fucking sex ed, you you dumbasses. Anyways, um, but our, I, it was probably because of budget cuts, condoms, you know, too expensive for bananas. Yeah, they, they had budget cuts, so they taught abstinence only. Uh, Mercedes is like, uh, I don't get why everyone at your high school is getting pregnant and married. And Ben says, well, I don't get why people at your high school drink and smoke pot. Hey, and then Benjamin, all four of them say, we quit in Benjamin, perfect unison. Remember when you were having trauma and you had a drinking problem, my dude? No. Remember when Jack had a drinking problem, my dude? So the new teens are sober now they're, they're straight they're edge. straight edge and you gotta respect them i mean they're i don't res- true they're staying true but they did also they get ben to break edge before they did it so again well that was that was what taught them the lesson i guess <laughs> they, they got him to smoke an invisible marijuana cigarette so ben uh mentions henry and the new teens are all like oh oh if you're if you're not still in, interested in adrian then why do you care about what henry did and then ben says i'm like, not interested in adrian and then it's about Dylan's loyalty like, and friendship <laughs> He and then Ben goes, or Amy, or any girl who isn't Dylan, which is, yikes. It's a great relationship. They're cute together. It does seem good. At least they've Dylan been together for more than- least they... for saying that he hates all other women. Hey, at least they've been together for over one day now. Yeah, that's true. They've been together Jesus for, like, Christ. less than 30 days, but you know what? Yeah, this is long enough to put the claws in. Yeah. Uh, so the new teens all say, okay, great, forgive Henry, and then Did Dylan they not say yes. put the claws in in this show? Was there a what thing about claws, or is that something else? Whatever. No, that he can't feel the leash yet. That's what it was. Oh. Uh, and then uh, Dylan says yes, and Henry texts Ben. I mean, the other way around. And then Ben is. I mean, Henry. Fuck. No, I got it. Uh, there you go. I'm, I'm not redoing that. Nope. So Henry's very excited and texts Alice, and then everything is back to normal. Yeah. Does Henry talk finally... to the? Does Henry talk to the gamers in the room again? Uh, he probably does. Who cares? Um, we uh, now get a scene of George presenting two bottles oh of wine God. in front of recovering alcoholic Nora. Just so, it's like, like waving them in front of her face. And then he tells her that she has to pull an all-nighter watching Reporto so he can bust. Yeah, he, again. you did such a good job taking care of Reporto last time. I thought that you might be ready to pull an all-nighter tonight. What the fuck is wrong with you, George? She has what a is job. Your fucking problem. She has work. She works at a butcher shop. You can't make her do this shit. Yeah, she, and this is what's dumb, is that she, like, for, 
first, like, A, she's like, uh, fuck no, I have work tomorrow, asshole. But more importantly, B, she's like, you can't have sex with Kathleen, she's still married. And he's like, oh, they already filed for divorce and they have a prenup. And Nora's like, but you can never go back to Anne. Oh my and god! I, you know what, I th- at this point, I think that she's literally just like, how can I convince this dickhead not to make me watch his son? I believe you. But also, I still think Anne and George's endgame. This is the ship that's going to carry us all the way to the end zone. All right, we'll see about that one. You gotta uh, trust. You gotta trust in true love. No, I'll trust in the heart of the cards on this one. So uh, <laughs> George is like, uh, I I already told Anne that it's over forever. And besides, Anne is gay, and Kathleen makes me gay. Parentheses happy funny. He says, he says, like, as in happy. Hey, get it? (laughs) This is a joke that elementary schoolers make. That's funny. Did you notice, by the way, that Mm -hmm. where, where Nora is like, no, it will cause problems for Kathleen if you have sex with her when she is still in the process of getting divorced. And George says, no, they have already filed for divorce as we begin our relationship and she has a prenup. So it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. That's literally the exact same thing that happened with Leo and Betty. Yeah, they can only write one plot, is the thing. I just think it's funny that in this scene, George is like, oh no, that's a complete non-starter, there's no issue here, there's no conflict, it doesn't matter. I mean, hey, it's also the same thing that happened with Adrian and Ben, so... Does that mean that Kathleen is gonna write, uh, Jeff a check for three million (laughs) dollars? Where did she get the three million dollars? Oh, Marshall's insurance payout, probably. Marshall's insurance. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, she's like, if, and if he takes the check then I guess he really was just a doctor. <laughs> he really was just a... a just uh, just a, an obstetrician. <laughs> he really was a liberal Democrat. <laughs> that was his mom. Was Jeff, was Jeff not... Was Jeff not... No, it was, it was her. She said she was a liberal Democrat, and then we did Oive Governor. Oive Governor. Um, so Nora starts freaking out. She's like, oh my god, fuck this. Nora is like, what am I supposed to do if Anne calls while you're out? And George says... Same thing as before. Find out if she is or ain't. What is wrong with him? They've really dragged this shit out for like How half a fucking How many episodes is this going on for? Literally, George just pulled this out of his ass to be like, oh, what if I get a funny threesome? And that was- And that it broke that his became brain. this entire, like, half it- a season storyline. George got horny about a fantasy that will never come true, and it br- it just ruined his entire life. And it, it has had. Let's be forget. And in this season, was like George is like, "Hey, that's what friends are for." And Anne was like, "Just friends." And then after, <laughs> like, that was it. That was George. I swear to God, that was. I swear to God, dude. The whoever wrote those lines in the script accidentally gave them to the wrong characters. <laughs> you think that Anne George was the one who was supposed to say George was supposed to be cucked about only it. friends? Oh, I see. Because Anne, because it was just that one single solitary scene that worked that way, and literally every other scene. But in the you show gotta, has been you the gotta opposite. observe the text, and in the text, Anne is upset that they're just friends. But now, but then she changed her mind. She changed her mind about a lot of things. It is amazing, by the way, that George's George's "What if my wife gay?" funny has it has like had. It's, like, made ripples as far as fucking France. <laughs> it's made its way across the world. It's really... This is sh- a... This is an intercontinental storyline <laughs> about just some shit George pulled out of his boner. Anne is going to exile herself to the moon, and the moon men will be like, 
Oh, I heard I heard that you're gay. I heard you're gay. <laughs> heard you're gay. <laughs> so this is another part that I really like is that um Anne Nora says, Hey, it's too late and too soon, and you don't know if Anne's gay for sure. And then George is like, Oh, I I know one thing, and it's that I should have stayed with Kathleen, who cheated on me and told me that I made her feel like my servant, and she didn't want to be with me until like a couple days ago. Also, and also she, I wouldn't have any of my children. Yeah, but none of his fucking This is the man of the year. This really is Ricky to me. I'm mostly surprised that George wouldn't be like, oh, but if that happened, I never would have met Ricky. Yeah, that's <laughs> Oh, he never Oh, I thought you were gonna say he never had his kid. No. He never would have met Ricky. Ashley and Amy, expendable. Roborto, extremely expendable. He never would have met his best friends, Rachel and Milton. <laughs> he never would have met his George has three best friends. He's got Ricky, he's got Milton. And Rachel. And also Tom. And he loves Tom now. He loves Tom. Leo walks into the rec room where they're all playing billiards. <laughs> they and, all bow and, and for then the king. It's They all go, he is the king. And then Leo does like a big dramatic bow. Oh yeah, no, 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 you're wrong. They don't bow for the no, king. No, he bows for Leo them. Leo bows for them, which I don't think the is thing what the that king, a king does. does. He makes them kiss his ring. He prostrates himself before the teenagers. <laughs> he bows says, down before the them. Uh, and Leo... This now this is fun because like I said I don't remember a fucking thing about this episode uh-huh. I'm discovering it with all of you the listeners. Uh I just have a note here that uh, this line just begins with oh my god this is so fucking dumb. So I'm really excited about this. Okay, here we go. Leo came to tell Ben about the wedding date because George called him and told him about it and then Ben said, "Yeah, Henry texted me about it." And then Leo said, "Oh, that's right." Uh-huh. Leo says, "You know, I don't really know how to text." Yes. And Ben is like, Teach me. "Uh you want me to teach you how to text right now while i have people over and leo says yeah so i can tell camille and betty about the wedding date he also kicks all the yeah he kicks all the new teens out by the way oh yeah that's right they're out of the room at this point ben says if you want to tell them then just call them and leo says i don't think that this is really worthy of a call what is this yes it is the beginning of this conversation was george called me and told me about the wedding date Oh, also when uh, when Leo says he needs to talk to Cam- text to Camille about wanting kids, uh, Ben says, "Oh, she wants to adopt me!" Hooray! Like a joke. It's it's so funny. Um, yeah, <laughs> my notes here just say uh, Ben says she wants to adopt me like a joke, and Leo is like, "Yeah, I don't know how he reacted. Who gives a shit?" Yeah, Leo. Well, Leo reacts by saying he doesn't want any more kids. <laughs> Probably because of okay, that. That sounds about right. Um, also, Camille found out that Leo doesn't want more kids through Betty. So I guess yeah. Camille and Betty are best friends no, 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 now. Leo and Betty, or Leo and Camille, haven't spoken since he since they had that moment at her apartment and he left. God, this man, this is a good man, and he's yeah. Good so at Ben is now texting Camille on Leo's behalf, and that's the scene. We cut to the new teens who are outside. They need and there's to, a line this, here that you like. I like. Okay, so new teens say that once again, good magnet school. These are doctors. These are wealthy children going to Grant High School. Yes. Axiom. New teens are like, we need to get Ben away from this white trash. And then Mercedes says, actually, Dylan says, oh really? I can't tell. Merce- Mercedes said the white trash. Oh line. yes, Mercedes says white trash. Then Dylan says, actually, it's- just, just keeping it straight for all of our listeners who know who these characters are. Uh, Dylan says they're multi multicultural trash. And then when no 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 that's not Dylan who says that. That's not a Dylan line. That's Mercedes. No, it is. It is. And then Wendy follows it up. Multi. Yeah, Ben needs some multicultural class. I don't know about you. Uh huh. 
I have no idea what they're talking about. They're talking about- I don't the, know what that means. Uh, it's- well, okay, so it's white trash because they're all getting teen pregnant and divorced, and then Mercedes says- Adrian's multi- not white! Yes, that's why Mercedes, or Dylan, whoever, uh, says multicultural trash, because it's an equal opportunity. We got- Who- no, who is the white trash? Uh, it's what is the, the teens m- at Grant High School for t- fucking and getting teen pregnant and divorced. But the only- the what- there's one teen who's white who got pregnant yeah who has nothing to do with this and then there's another teen who got pregnant i guess they're talking about the wedding date they're talking about the wedding they're talking about the teens there's heather she's pregnant she's white yeah heather exists famously and then mercedes Uh, is pointing out that adrian is not white and then wendy says he needs multicultural class so he needs to go to like a you know a a of world religions or something like that he needs to he needs to like participate in the japanese tea ceremony that would be pretty fun for ben dylan yeah, says um, that ben's a classy guy footage not found um raven she does say that he's a classy guy uh so the new teens here hatch a scheme to try to get ben to transfer to their school for his senior year and i can hear brenda off camera go like why we, we can't we don't have the budget for that so wendy uh wendy what are the to- hold on what are the odds that new teens are like, if we can't get Ben to our classy school, we better class up his school. We're transferring to Grant High School, so we don't need to pay for more sets. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> you know what? It's, I honestly don't remember. It's cheaper. If that it's cheaper to, to just cut them from the show entirely. Yeah, probably. Uh, so, so they their scheme is to try to get Ben to transfer to to expensive private school or whatever. Is it even a fucking private school? It's yeah, it's a private school. It's fifty miles okay. away. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, it's 50 miles away high school. Uh, Wendy, uh, is trying to convince Dylan by saying that their school will look better on his college applications. Cause it's a real school. school. It's a real school, they specify. To Dylan, which Dylan replies, Dylan brings actually, up no, the, it's a magnet school yeah. with a great reputation because that's true for this part. Yeah, that's the, th- the worst part. It's really bad when the show calls out its own inconsistencies. Yeah, and then her friends are like, oh, I guess you must not really like Ben that much if you don't want him to come to our school. And she's like, no, 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 I do. I love and that's the end of that scene. So Henry comes over to Alice's house unannounced and she's wearing a leopard print thing. A like leopard a- print negligee. And Henry's like, oh, oh, no, no, I just want to be friends. And she's like, oh, friendly horny. Yeah, she's like, I, was, I was so happy when you texted me, Henry. Uh, you want to bust? And he's like, flag. "No, I just, yeah, that." And then they, and then she's like, "Okay, we can just be friends." And she they puts on a robe, and they have an actually very nice hug. Ha, just kidding, nice. because until he until gets he a boy Whoops, whoop! It's very whoop. funny. And then, and then yeah, Alice and says, and "I thought says, you just wanted to be friends," and he's like, Ooh. "Um." And then we get a the the. I have a I have a question for you. Yeah. Just 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 curious how you feel about this because. He he's like, oh, it's gonna take some time because like she's they were dating recently and he still gets a boner from her and uh, it's it's awkward and it kind of ruins the nice moment. But it, my question to you is, for what is ostensibly a teen dramedy, mm-hmm. is this fine? It's fine. It's fine. You know right? what's decidedly not fine is the next the next scene. scene where Jack says. Hey, if we ever got married, Grace, what date would you want to get married? And then Grace hey, says, did I skip an episode? No, Jack just went from uh, we're friends to when are we getting married? And then Grace says, hey, we're never getting married. Literally, we literally haven't. last 
fucking episode they like broke up because he was like i don't know if i could commit to marriage and now he's asking her when would you want to get married he's taking a page maybe omar called him and is like hey man yeah this is this is the same thing omar did but what is what is the opposite of negging it's where Uh, you just i guess yeah it's where you say hey when are we getting married and then grace says jack i never want to get married to you i'm going to college and i don't want to see you again and then Jack is like, okay, but what if, but I, what if instead what of if that, we, we get back together, and then you and I go to the same school, and we live together, can we, we have, just... Hey, you forgot about the part when he is, says, okay? you for, hey, you forgot about the part when he says, then we'd move in two years later, get married, and have kids, two girls, and a boy. He's got it all planned out. Yeah, I just I just wrote that as et cetera uh, in my notes. This is literally... Brenda Hampton has seen like TV teen dramas where what happens is that there's a boyfriend and a girlfriend in high school. You can just say boy. Meets, them... You can just say boy meets girl. Boy meets world. You can just say that. But I mean, it's like a like a trope and a thing that happens in reality in in real life where one person is going off to college or they both are going off to college and they have to figure out and it's like the drama of like oh where do we go from here? Do we do we just like wish each other the best and go our separate ways do we try to make it work do, do we i fail my sats or... on purpose so i don't have to talk to you anymore <laughs> so brenda has seen that kind of story in in fiction and in real maybe and she was like oh we should do one of those that would be good but they don't have any characters who are in that situation so they just did it anyway with jack and grace who I aren't mean, dating yeah they did it with jack and grace who aren't dating they did it with henry and alice and henry lied about failing he failed his sats on purpose to avoid it amy and ricky it's really weird amy and ricky are engaged and ricky is conveniently going to uh uc five miles five minutes away (laughs) yeah what where is where is jack going to school he's going to school he's already in college because he's already doing college football with coach they have never no no given any indication of if he's he's, going away to college he's going somewhere right here because he's he was at football practice today like you see him get home all sweaty from football oh my god you're right he's he's, at and he's like living at home with his parents he's at uc 50 oh fuck it's so hard to say uc five miles away too it's grace wants to go to fucking on the she wants to go to school with Anne's moon friends (laughs) so grace texts adrian she's like hey i'm coming back to the condo where the fuck does grace live yeah i was thinking the same thing man why what happened to the guest house where's the milton and bilton and ronald and bonald are all gone right yep Yep. (laughs) why is she still here they forgot. And then Omar is, like, frantically putting his clothes back on, and Om- and Adrian's like, Hey, I'm not done with you yet. I'm telling Grace not to come back for half an hour. And then he says, Okay, but make it an hour, because I need time to recover. So I guess that Adrian is just probably, like, extra horny from texting her ex-husband. I and, uh, thinking about And Omar him. is just extra horny from watching his girlfriend talk- text her ex- it's uh, ex-husband thing. while kissing him. I guess it's a cuckolding thing. And Omar uh, tells Adrian... Uh, I want you to make a commitment to date me and only okay. me for one year. Okay, hold on a fucking sec. This is the word. This is like like Adrian doesn't understand dating again three times forever infinity. Because because uh-huh. Adrian's like I can't do that. I can't promise to not be like. Are you not exclusively dating at this point? They've been monogamous for, for like half a season. Well, I mean, like half like a 10 season episodes. is like two weeks. I mean, t- it's been it's been. Ten episodes was ten days plus two weeks, so they've been together for like a month. Are they yeah. really? Is it really this? This like she knows everything about him. She's maxed out his social link. He'll take <laughs> uh-huh. a bullet for her. 
but they, she, they don't need to have conversations anymore because they they're there's done. Nothing else to so, say. So this is his compromise for a healthy relationship. He says, "All right, you don't need to make." And I, I can't stress enough. He literally he just says this out of nowhere. Yes, he says it's like okay, we will fuck in half an hour. <laughs> he puts on his King Solomon beard and he's just like, well. Promise me not to have sex we'll with another split man. split the marriage in half. Oh, sorry. That's Cut what Ben and are doing. No. Promise not to have sex. This, this really has, like, old Jewish parable vibes to me. Like, <laughs> the wise man <laughs> oh told Oh, my God. Adrian, you're right. Okay. Can we say what, it a- yes. what actually happens here? So, Omar says, I want you to date. I want you to make a commitment to only date me for one year. Which, by the way, that's not, like. Can I've you just heard... say, can you just say, I want to be exclusive or I don't want you but, to see But it. it's specifically, it's specifically something that, that is just a really fucking bonkers thing is because we're, we're stressing, we're stressing it as, as like, like I want us to be exclusive and you don't go out with any other guys for a year. But the way that he's saying it is I want you to commit to being with me for one yes, year. Yes, don't leave me for a year. If which you're is, unhappy in this which, relationship... Which is not a thing. I've it, never heard of that. Just say, Omar, this is so easy. This is so fucking easy, King Solomon. Just one week... <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I take back everything I said. He's wise. He's correct. So, yes. Wait. Why can't it just be... Why can't it just be... I want you to, like... I want this to be like a committed, serious relationship. We've been together long what enough. What is this? What is this time frame? Who does that, Adrian? I want to. I want to have the key to your chastity belt for one year. I, Adrian doesn't have a chastity belt. That's the. Point I want you to start, Adrian. I bought you a one-month anniversary present. It's yeah. So if belt. if we haven't really zeroed in on it enough yet, what Adrian says, she's like, and this is this is like all serious, and she's like, Omar, I can't make that commitment to you, but here's what I can do. I can commit to being with you for one week. Oh, that's and right. Then... Adrian's the wise, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, wise yeah. man. And the... if and if and if one week works out, then I can I can commit to being with you for a month, and then for three months, and I, I'll work up to a year. Like people don't do just, that. Just... Adrian, for some reason, according to Brenda, has fundamentally she has some sort of aphasia or something wrong with her brain where like the relationship center of her brain is completely broken and she doesn't understand she, yeah it. she has anterograde amnesia but <laughs> only about how relationships work like like i get like i you know what i don't get it she's a person who likes to have a lot of sex and that's extremely okay and valid and she had one relationship that was a very serious relationship with a kid with cancer and for some reason her brain just doesn't understand how dating works anymore what mm-hmm. is this brenda <laughs> Uh, Anyways, writing. So they have sex for another Leo. hour and they agree, and then Leo doesn't know what a phone is, and he eats Leo the is phone. fucking grunting like a caveman as he <laughs> tries to text. I'm not fucking it's joking. It's the like, SpongeBob. We <laughs> have technology joke. <laughs> um, and Camille yeah, is so... over, and she makes the funniest joke of all time, where she said, "He's like, hey, oh yeah, Le- Camille is just here. Yeah, she's here. She te- texting inside. Was... Oh yeah, doesn't she make a joke where she? I had time uh, to drive. He's over like, oh, I was trying flies. to text you back, and she was like, I knew that you would." That I could get here before you could text me back. Yes, and it's funny because he's an old man. <sighs> so she's like, he. So they're like talking for the first time because they're adults, and uh, she says she wants kids, but he doesn't want kids. And she says, "All right, well, it's not worth losing you if, but I don't want to, and I don't want to regret not having kids. I've given up so much of my life for you, and I want to have a baby." That is a hell of a thing to say. Yeah, you're it's just just a job, Camille. I I've given up so much what of my Leo life for you. Done to you. What does Leo like, make you do at your job? I guess is my question. No, 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 no. She means 
she waited for him. Oh, right. Like, she stayed single years. for 25 fucking years because she was pining over her boss. Damn. How old is Leo? A hundred thousand years Leo, old. Did Leo, like, have the man... Is Leo in text. charge of this high-powered company for all these years? Whatever. Ben comes in and just sort of breaks the ice and breaks my brain by saying, Hi, Mom! <laughs> Hi, Mom! Uh, and then Leo says, <laughs> Ben, that's that. not funny. And then Ben says, Hi. I, I guess I just have a dark sense of humor. Welcome to my twisted I'm mind. I'm here to I'm here to disturb the comfortable and comfort comfort the disturbed. But actually, this is such a weird. But then he so says, Ben walks in. Yeah, Ben walks in and says, "I have a dark sense of humor." And Leo says, "No, you don't." And yeah. then Ben says, "Maybe I've, a dork sense of humor." But up, up, but up, boop. I swear to God, like one of the writers came up with the line "dork sense of humor" and was like, "Fuck." How do we, how do we put this in? How do we put this in? I, I, we gotta get this in the show, right? Like how? Oh, okay, Brenda, Brenda, it. Brenda, check this one out. Also, let's this is a really ben. funny joke you're saying about having other writers on this show. That's funny. Let's have Ben interrupt Leo having a serious conversation with Camille about having kids so that he can make a weird, uncomfortable joke, which isn't really actually dark humor, but whatever. It's just too good to pass up. We can't, we gotta use dork humor. We gotta use dork humor. Uh, then they have a conversation about what they both want. Leo tells Ben to get the fuck so out. Cares. Leo says that, uh, or <laughs> Leo says he's so good at raising kids. Uh, he's had- yeah. They're having the same conversation for like the fifth time, but yeah. then Camille goes, "Leo, I'm pregnant." Oh, you forgot the part where Leo says he wants Ben to go out to college out of the country. Yo, he probably does say that. Dude, I, th- just so much of this scene is like, I, we get it, you've said this before, who gives a shit, so I just left it out like half Yeah, of it. Camille makes a joke about, haha, I'm pregnant, Carly Rejection. Yeah, she says I'm pregnant, but she goes, not really, I just have a wicked sense of humor. Hey! <laughs> Famous Camille personality that we all remember. Um, and then Leo is like, hey, sleep over, I'm horny. And, uh, speaking of people who are horny. Oh, j- the, the resolution of this plot line, by the way, is here. Uh huh. Lest we lest we just gloss over it. Oh yeah. Uh, they're not Camille gonna... decides that she's willing to give up on her dream of being a mother. I've given so up that she so much for Leo you, Leo. And they're gonna fuck tonight. I'm horny. Resolve. Ben is horny too. I think so. Ben is kissing uh, Dylan, not Camille. Ben is kissing Dylan in bed, and he has his shoes on. And I yeah, they realized, have their shoes on. I've realized that this is his fetish. There's yeah. no other explanation. There's no yeah, other well, reason. He has that... a shoe. I mean, that's that's how he gets that kissing energy, is he puts shoes? his shoes on and climbs into bed. <laughs> I put my shoes on one foot at a time, and then I kiss in bed. It's like, you know, I feel like I, I you know, you're in a relaxed state, your shoes come off. So Ben is- Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't get my shoes off fast enough. Ben, this is Ben's at work. He's working right now. <laughs> If you look on his nightstand, he's got a like a funny poster that says like "Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee." I'd love to kiss in bed with my shoes on. <laughs> That's a listeners, nice listeners, listeners. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dip my finger into your stuff. That being said, if what the you take fuck? My, take my advice. If you're, what did a, you just say? Hold on, just let me. I'm not gonna harsh your steez. You can like all the things that you like. If you're on a date with a person. And they're kissing you, and they have your sh- their shoes on. Call the police. Well, don't call the police. They're gonna- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think you should qualify that that, that that they're in bed. You're. Oh yes, that's true. You're in bed, and you're kissing a person, and they have their shoes on. Just fucking run. Don't just <laughs> like replace yourself. D- dare with I a- say, if you are in any situation near a person who is in a bed with their shoes on, very please. true. You should not be. You should not be close enough to them to kiss them. 
Right, because they're a character on the secret life of the American The teenager, second that you see a person good. with a shoe on get in even near a bed, just get ready. Start stretching because you're going to need to run soon. Anyways, so, Dil- so Ben wa- and Dylan yeah. are kissing in bed with their shoes on, and then uh, he's like, hey, did you tell your parents that uh, that you were going to sleep over? Did they say that's okay? And then she says, yes, but he says, you're lying. I'm going to be responsible and take you home. And then Henry and Alice are here now to, to talk about how they're all friends again and everything's back to normal because it's been like five it's episodes. It's been a couple episodes. And um, uh, Dylan takes very helpfully. Well, I mean, it's true that this was her. Like, just why is she like... Oh, Ben texted you because I told him to, not because he wanted to. Like, helpful. Thanks, but thanks, thanks Dylan. Dylan. We like Dylan. Um, uh, and Henry is like, so can the four it's of good us that, hang uh, out? Uh, remember when Dylan, uh, Dylan was jealous of Alice? Also, glad that that got forgotten because yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, so Henry and Alice are like, oh, so the four of us can hang out now. And then Leo from from his bedroom is fucking He's screaming at them. Take her home now and get rid of the other two. He wants to fuck so bad with his shoes on. Yep. You can hear, yeah, you can hear him stomping around in bed with his shoes on. Yeah, so stomping around in bed. So Grace returns home. George and Uh, Kathleen are drinking wine. She she returns to to her mom's home. I don't know if she's home. No, she's here for an, no, she specifically says she's here for an hour because she can't go to the adrian condo guest house what yeah, so she sees kathleen and george Who's in the guest house right wine. now no one marshall's ghost marshall's ghost so they're laughing and holding wine and they're awkward and they're like kind of trying to pretend that they're not seeing each other even though grace already knew knew that they were so i don't know why they're pretending that they're not but whatever yeah uh grace said oh yeah she says i'm just here for an hour because adrian is with omar but i would rather i I'd would rather, rather watch adrian them and omar. than the two of you <laughs> Yes. Um, I'd rather walk in on my friend having sex with her boyfriend than walk in on my mom and her ex-husband laughing and holding wine. Okay, but you know that George is here to nut. You know that. We know that. Oh, well, I, I'm concerned because if they kiss, then Kathleen's going to have to tell him to leave. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um. So, oh my god. Grace, uh, what? Hold on. I think I scrolled George, down. So Grace, yes. George leaves. George hands Grace, Grace the wine, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's hers. And then Grace tells her mom, she's like, this is a bad idea, mom. George is tied up with his ex-wife. What if he goes back to her again? And then Kathleen says, well, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, you see, Grace, Anne, this is the funniest thing ever. What if Anne Jurgens was funny gay? Specifically, George told Told her her. George told his ex-wife that Anne was gay. Uh, He preemptively, he said, I don't know if my ex-wife is gay. I'm just going to out her just in case. Just in case she is. This is an insurance policy. Um, and I'm, sure that Grace... Anne will, I'm sure that Anne, who is currently on vacation and not aware of this, will absolutely love getting home and finding out that I told my ex-wife that she was gay so I could I could go and bust a nut. Yeah, she probably will like that. And then Grace uh, is like, you can't have sex with George and... Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, Can I, I be honest that... for a moment? I'm What's so that? not excited for Anne to come home and have this conversation. I'm really hoping that she also dies in a plane crash. And it's no disrespect <laughs> for Anne. I just, I don't want her to come. I mean, preferably George would die in a plane crash. But, like, realistically, if anyone's dying in a plane crash, it's uh-huh. Anne. That's that's for, that's for us. That's <laughs> Brenda saying. I don't want to lose Molly. <laughs> I don't want to lose Molly, but think about this. It's not, we're Although not she, losing she Molly. Deserves, yeah, Mo- get she, Molly out of here. Setting, she we're setting better. her free. Yeah. 
If you uh, love Molly Ringwald, set her free. Yeah, by killing her character in a plane crash. Yeah, so Grace Grace is like, you can't know that you can't know that George won't go back to his ex. And then Kathleen says, Okay, Grace, you can't tell anyone about this. You can't this. text everyone in a funny montage about this. Anne is gay. And this is where the Go, go and to steady. JO.org Go and steady. <laughs> go to JO.org gaslit me. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. the fucking thumbnail of the episode is like a little mosaic of Grace texting and Henry texting and Jack texting and Adrian texting. And the episode description is, Amy sets a date for the wedding, which spreads like wildfire. So you think so you that look this at that thumbnail and you're like, Amy oh, it's everyone is texting about the wedding date. Uh-uh. No And way. then you watch the episode and it is a mosaic of, it is a four by four, eventually, not mosaic. Six, no, no. There are not 16 main slash side characters in this show. They got extras for this one. Yes, it is 16 teenagers, all the main characters being in their rooms, and then all of the eight fucking no-name teenager extras just standing in front of a backdrop. And they're all texting about Anne being gay. What's the tale, Nightingale? Did you know that Anne Jurgens is gay? This is a really I've good- got my own. I've got my own right here. Oh, God, go for it. Did you hear about Georgie and Anne? Does she not want a man? Does she love Ricky's mom? Does she not want the D? Is the pussy too bomb? Hi, it's your hand. Are you lesbo? Mrs. Bowman. <laughs> <laughs> this is George Jurgens. Can I please bust a nut? Um, so, this is the worst so, thing. This is a disgraceful teen crime from George, I think? Is it? Oh, that he, that he did that this? That he told that Kathleen? It's pretty fucked up. It's one of, dare I say, one of the worst things he's done, I think. It's really bad. I feel like we could fill a whole episode with uh, Fantastic Beasts, the crimes of George Jurgens. <laughs> yeah, so so at the end of the mosaic and the end of the funny uh, Bye Bye Birdie parody music. They all disintegrate, uh, like in Bye Bye Birdie. We go to uh, Ricky uh, and Amy, who also got texts about it. <laughs> and then Ricky says... I hope this doesn't, I don't know why I'm doing Leo voice. I hope this doesn't get out. <laughs> here's I don't the, know what that voice Here's was. the thing about this. So It's been too long. I haven't done Ricky voice in two weeks. I, I, I feel like now is the right time to talk about this. So we get the scene of Amy and Ricky who got the text to say, I hope this doesn't get out, right? We later get a scene of all of the teens being like, I hope no one told Amy. Who told Amy? <laughs> who texted Amy? Probably Ricky all, texted her. All the main characters. <laughs> yeah, teens sit, sit next to each other and texting, huh? Like, texting. if all the teens are like, God, well, you, Amy can't let Amy find out. Who fucking told her then? Was it one of the extras? It was one of the extras. It was one of the extras. So the next morning, Mercedes is here to pick up Dylan for school. Where after are she they and, right now? They're in the rec room. That's in on the that's on the Boykovich property. We've never seen this room before. No, we have. I think I think this was the room where they had the party when uh, Ricky was going to be going to visit Amy in two weeks the next day. We've, we've been here before. Uh, there was a party? We've been here before. Oh, okay. We've been here so before. So Mercedes like, like is here... T- like two or three times before. I mean, it's where they were playing pool earlier, so... Yeah, yeah. So so basically, they in order to escape Leo's wrath, they pretended to all leave, but in, in reality, they went and slept in the rec room. Yeah. Um, uh, which I guess Leo is fine with, I guess. They, I, I mean, he probably didn't know. Is he the was idea. too busy fucking... Um, so then Mercedes gives a very long explanation of all the lies involved in them being here right now. And none of it really matters, no. except that 
Oh yeah, because she, just, she says just they were, the one yeah the one bit that I will give just to explain what's going on is that Dylan's parents think that she slept over at Mercedes' house. Yeah, and then Mercedes explains all of the lies that are involved in keeping up this lie because lies be propagating lies, more yeah. lies. Lies beget get lies. And then uh, the only the only thing that I thought was interesting enough to note is that. Uh, she offhandedly mentions she's like and dylan your mom's off at a wedding this morning because there are only so many things that people do people go to five places weddings butcher shops they go to volunteer in africa they go to weddings they go <laughs> weddings, to hell. butcher shops in africa they go to the hell three places that there are ah uh, yes the three genders joe biden there are three, three places that people like to go uh, uh, Dylan, Dylan says funny goodnight during the day and then reminds Ben to transfer to new teen cool school. Yeah. And then Henry and Alice are like, you, what? And then and Ben's like, I'm just thinking. We finally get the gang back together and then what, um, leaving. Real quickly. Can we uh-huh. do some quick maths here? Some big shot quick maths. Two plus. Two. Oh, sorry. So these teens, Ben is what? 17 right now. I, yeah, I think so. 17 or 16. 2000 is 2011. Yeah, they were born after the movie uh, Fatal Attraction well, came out. Well, Ben, yeah, let's. So Ben was born in like ninety four or ninety five. I'm gonna guess. Uh huh. Now Fatal. So 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 Alice. Let's let's real quickly. Alice says that Dylan is Ben's Fatal Attraction, and A then classic ben, teen reference that from the love movie to hear from, from 1987. And then Ben says, actually, she's more of my basic instinct. Um, and then Henry looks at the camera and says, I bet when Ben and uh, Dylan are together, he's in seventh heaven. And then he smiles. <laughs> Um, I bet when Ben and Dylan are together, he's in the movie Seven. <laughs> I, I'd love to see Ben's head in a box. Um, Margaret and Ethan are at Ricky's house. Oh, no, oh uh, 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 one, one last scene from this, one last moment from this scene is that Alice gets up and she's like, let's go, Henry. And then he goes, uh, it's like I said, it's going to take time. Boner Joe. He's got his three in one episode, huh? Um, so, so Margaret and Ethan were here. um, There was the first one that Henry did with Alice. There was this one. What was the third? It was, oh yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. You're right. Madison uh, uplifting uh, mankind. Yeah. Oh my God. There's three fucking, they got a hat trick of boners in this one. (laughs) Rule of threes. Chekhov's boner. So Margaret and Ethan are here and uh, Margaret has, it doesn't, when there's a boner joke in the first act, you know that someone's going to get a boner. When when there's a gun on the mantle in the first act, there will be, there will also be a gun on the mantle in the second and third acts. Yeah. Chekhov's gun never fires. It's just a set piece. It doesn't do anything. Um, so Margaret and Ethan are over at Ricky's house. It's just Chekhov's just showing off his cool gun. (laughs) Chekhov's fucking badass. Do you like my gun? I keep it over my mantle for show. Chekhov's katana that he bought at an anime convention. Chekhov's master sword replica. So, um, <laughs> a katana purchased at an anime convention in the first act will be unsheathed by the third act. <laughs> it's no, it's a katana purchased at an anime convention in the first act will be lovingly mounted on the wall and shown off to all the characters in the subsequent acts. Man, Chekhov is pretty cool. He's a, he could be your angle, or he could be <laughs> he Chekhov. Could. He could Chekhov's angle versus Chekhov's devil. Schrodinger's Chekhov. So. <laughs> Margaret and Ethan are here. You'll never know if he's your angle or devil until, <laughs> until, you, until you unsheath. <laughs> You'll never know if he's your angle or your devil until he unsheaths his samurai sword. I think we're in. So too Margaret deep. and Ethan are here. Can we talk about the church? Can I take it back to the church real quick? Margaret, Let's take Ethan it back to the church. the church. And uh, she, Margaret is here with a gift for Amy because she set a date. Now, one thing I love about Margaret, first of all, 
Margaret is also here. Margaret loves the 4th of July. Um, Ethan and Ethan says, is Amy page? Sorry. Margaret says, is Amy patriotic? And then Ethan says, more like idiotic. Ooh, uh, uh, uh. But, um, Margaret's gift to Amy. Ethan, Ethan, by the way, he, he does helpfully add, uh, she's not patriotic, she's idiotic. The Ides of March would be better. Oh, thanks. This kid is twisted. He's fucking twisted as hell. So Margaret gave, now what, what do you know about Margaret as a character? She's like a very, uh, she's a, res- social worker. She's a she's very, very rational, nice. she's like one of the more reasonable adults. Like, she's understanding of teenagers, I feel like. Uh-huh. Um, so she got Amy a calendar, because Amy's so fickle, and she's so excited that Amy finally set a writing date, because, God, she's just so stupid for not setting the date earlier. Like, what is- who are you, Margaret? This is not a Margaret thing to do. Margaret should be the voice of reason in here. Like, Ricky. Amy? Yeah, by telling Amy to break up with Ricky. <laughs> Amy, you should not be with my terrible son. I regret raising this- this horrible Ricky, boy. Ricky, this is- this is where my cool team moment is, by the way. Uh, when oh, Ricky I don't have is one of like, those. Oops. Ricky says- uh, to, because he wants to be like publicly nice and and nice, he says to Margaret, he's like, "Well, I took Amy so long to ask her to marry me, I wouldn't have cared if she'd taken much longer than this to set a date." And then Ethan says, "Yeah, you would." And then Ricky's like, "Shut up!" Because <laughs> someone finally fucking called him on his bullshit, and he's so mad about it. And I was like, <laughs> I, I am loath to give a cool teen moment to Ethan, but I mean, come on. Yeah, Ethan. Um, Ricky. When is a Ricky talk about his his the gay moms line. Uh, so Margaret. Oh, okay. So yeah, Mar- after Ricky gets very mad at Ethan, Margaret's like Ricky, and he goes, "What? I'm happy." And Ethan says, "You don't sound happy." Uh, and then uh, Ricky says, "I've just got a lot on my mind." And Ethan goes, "Like how now you've got two gay moms?" Oh, that's right. And then yeah. and then Margaret goes, "I'm <laughs> yes, Margaret. I'm gay. Yes, Margaret." did you not know did we never tell you so ricky's like i, hey, I didn't know it's just a rumor and then ring, ethan ring. hello shaker ethan i'm so sorry it's not gonna work out shaker says shaker says i love a threesome nice and then it ruins their marriage forever <laughs> so ethan like goes through the information trail and it doesn't matter i think jacob is the one that told him which is cool of jacob. oh yeah he says the whole thing this person told me they told them and then, and then, and then this person told it uh, now, we're with, now we're with grace I think. Do you have anything else to say about that scene? Um, uh, 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 is there anything else here? Margaret. Really. Margaret's confused. Ricky explains that Anne is gay. Maybe it's no. A it's, rumor. He just says it's just a rumor. Oh yeah. This is, okay. The the only other thing I have to say about this scene is that when Ricky says it's just a rumor, Margaret says, "Well, of course it is. Otherwise, I would have known about it." She knows everything. It's small town LA. So Grace is uh, Grace is with Adrian. She's finished. Um, Grace is like, "Hey, what if my mom was drunk?" And she made it up, I guess. That's what drunk people do. Um, Literally, she's like, she's like, I did an oopsie and I spread the rumor that Anne is gay to everybody in in our town, our small little town, our sleepy little hamlet of L.A. Uh, And but it would be okay if my mom was drunk, because then it's a lie, I guess. Then only it's a lie. And then I just spread a lie. And that's good. And then it's there's no there's no sin in the Bible about lying. (laughs) Right, gossip is fine as long as the person who told you the information was, was lying. <laughs> Adrian did tell Omar the the lie, the rumor. Um, yeah. So so Adrian tells Grace to like call. Who Kathleen. I'm sure was very interested. Oh yes. Um. Wait, oh, hold on. Who's Amy? So your so your ex husband's ex girlfriend's mom is that is that who we're talking about? No, wait. Now, your okay, be- oh, d- your best friend for life. That's right. 
<laughs> now, to be fair, uh, Adrian and Grace are friends, so Omar definitely knows who Grace is. Oh, I was talking about a- Anne. I was talking specifically your, about Anne. Oh, your ex. Oh, oh. Yes. I, you know what? You and this is this is weird. It doesn't make any sense that my brain did this, but you said your ex husband's ex girlfriend, and I was like, "You're thinking, oh yeah, Grace, yeah, <laughs> Adrian's ex husband, Ben. Oh yeah, I guess they were kind of yeah. I mean, I guess I guess eh. base kind of happened. Um, so Grace calls Kathleen. Hey, to, like, ba- fi- base happened, but he didn't get to any of them. <laughs> oh, he got to kissing. Kissing is a base. They kiss. Did they kiss? Oh, they did yeah, kiss. They did kiss a lot. So, um, so Grace calls her mom and is like, thing. "Hey, hey, did you drink too much last night?" And she's like, "Hey, you knew not to tell anyone the thing I told you, right?" Kathleen is like, "Oh, Grace, you didn't tell anyone. Like, why did you she's tell like, Grace? This is your fucking fault, Kathleen. I mean, it's George's fault, but then it's also Kathleen's fault, right? Right? Like, I mean, Kathleen can't control the." that George gave her this thing. Yes, but she but it is absolutely her, her fault, fault for telling someone else about it. So Jack is home from pra- practicing at UC five miles away um, yeah. with Coach. It's just because what the fuck is this show that we can't introduce? Even off-screen new characters. Like, there's no reason for Coach Carter to not just stay at the... Co- like, Like Jack could have been like, I man, he had a name. hard practice. Co- the new coach is so much harder than the old... But it's the same fucking coach because they just can't even... Even if they're off-screen... Yeah, he feenied. Because we never know. We might need to see Coach again, I guess. Um, yeah, he feenied. Yeah, he might be feenied. I don't know. I've never seen Boy Meets World. Um, then why'd you fucking reference it earlier? Because I know that Cory and Topanga get married. That's the only thing I know about it. There's that. Spoilers! Th- two things I know about that show. Cory and Topanga get married, and that's like the end. And then also there's a very scary that's episode not the end. that I saw as a as a kid where all the characters get horribly murdered. And it's very scary for <laughs> There was that episode. Kid. No, that's not the end. They get married, and then they fuck a lot. Oh, they fuck a lot. And then they have a kid, and they make a new show about it. Um, yeah. So Reverend Stone is here, and he gives his son advice about Grace and... You know, I don't really... Can I... Yeah. Can I complain about Boy Meets World for a second? Uh, a, a line from Boy Meets World that has made me angry for many, many years. Go for it. There's a... there's a When they're in college and Cory and Topanga are married, there's like a little pregnancy scare storyline. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of... Because it's, 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 like it's like a kind of young adult show, so there, there's limits on what they can say. It's on Disney Channel, you know. So Which is why they did have an episode where the character gets a pencil shoved through his head. Right, so then they they have a little moment, Corey and his best friend Sean, where uh, Sean's like, "Were you wearing a?" And he goes, "Yeah," and and she was on the yeah, and then Corey goes, "I'm not even sure we've had sex, Sean," and that's always really bothered me. The implication that like that's not like a good message for teenagers, you know? No. That, like, oh, if you're if you're using birth control, then it's like you're not having sex. Like that's always really just yeah, that's not great. I've I've been upset about that for however many years it's been since I saw Boy Meets World, so I just needed to get that out there. So Reverend Stone gives Boy Meets World is canceled. Reverend Stone just like talks to his son about Jack and Grace. It doesn't fucking matter. He says that he wants to officiate, uh, officiate Amy and Ricky's wedding and also Anne's wedding. You just skip to the end of the scene. Yeah, there's not much to say about this scene. Uh, there's something critical to say about this scene. Okay. Just Jack sits down on his bed. Uh-huh. With his shoes and on. And he starts probably. to take off his shoes. Oh, that is critical. And then his dad walks in and Jack leaves his shoes on. Oh, I don't want to take my shoes off in the presence of my father. Oh, I remembered that Brenda wrote this. Come uh, on, come on. Let's have a lie down, son. <laughs> so, shoes okay, on. Uh 
just to fill in a few blanks, I'll skip over some stuff because who really cares? Uh, Reverend Stone says, how did things go with Grace yesterday? And he says, we're just friends. And Reverend Stone says, I'm sorry, Jack. I know that's not what you want, but hey, maybe that'll change. Don't encourage this, Reverend Stone. It's been like three fucking years. You dated three years ago for like a couple months. Had yeah, and sex, then there's a funny, a funny sitcom misunderstanding where Reverend Stone is like, did you hear? We're referring to the wedding yeah. date. And then Jack says, I heard, referring to Funny Gay Mom. And then uh, Reverend Stone says, she's finally committing, which is a very weird thing to say about Amy, she's, but okay, thanks, yeah. Reverend Stone. And then Jack says, committing, I think of it more as choosing her Picking team, a team, which is Funny Gay like, Mom. And then, oh, I do love this line between Reverend, when Reverend Stone says, Oh, I think there's miscommunication here. Every, but everyone needs FaceTime. It's way better than texting and tweeting and all that other high-tech razzmatazz. The, yeah, things get lost in translation that way. He turns then, into Miss Darbus for this a second. Is, this is what's so weird about this exchange, is that they, they're speaking face-to-face, and they have this miscommunication where they are completely talking past each other and have no idea what the other one is saying. But it's not texting. But then they, But then Reverend Stone talks about how this is good actually because things don't get lost in translation when you speak face to face as they're having things get lost in translation and i don't it's not played like it's like irony funny like that's no just i think brenda just, just wanted to complain about cell phones like they wanted to do funny sitcom misunderstanding but they also wanted to complain about cell phones so they just did both anyway reverend stone offers to officiate amy's wedding and also he says that he supports gay marriage so also somebody told him i guess somehow no, Jack, Jack tells him here. Does he? Oh. Yeah, because they do realize they're having the misunderstanding, and then Jack goes like, oh, no, I heard Amy's mom is No, 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 because no. that's when Reverend Stone says, oh, I'll officiate for both weddings, because, you know, I'm always in favor of gay marriage, and then Jack's like, huh? He, like, makes oh, fuck face, because, I mean, he is Does a fuck he? face. Yeah. Fuck, I don't remember this stupid scene. Who gives a shit? So Grace uh, is, we're at school, Grace is freaking out, and Amy's gonna hate her quote-unquote new stepsister. Uh-huh. Um... Because if you have sex with someone, you have to get married to them. Yeah. So Kathleen is calling to apologize to George for not... (laughs) They kissed, so she had to send him home. (laughs) Canonically. Yeah, and then she tells George that she told Grace, and then George's like, oh, mamma mia, oh no. Love it. And then uh, at school that morning... Lauren and Madison are like... Madison and Lauren are like, okay, let's not talk about what... (sighs) This is what's... Oh, then Lord and Madison are like, well, we're gonna have to talk about Amy, because she's the main character, and it's all about her, and she's getting married, and then Madison says, like, oh, she knows, and she knows about it, there's no way she doesn't know. This is what's so dumb. This is, nothing else is. This is is. the first dumb thing in Brenda's wonderful The first time it was bad was right now, which is that, like, they're, they're like, oh, we're gonna have to talk, like... If, if we don't talk about her funny gay mom, then we're going to have to talk about what we normally talk about. And then uh, whichever one didn't say that thing says, uh, so we're going to have to talk about her, you mean? Oh, my God. And I, I gotta say, I'd be willing to bet that Amy would fucking love to talk to her friends about literally anything besides her personal drama. Like, I mean, I don't know what Amy talks about besides her personal drama. Uh, old music that nobody her age has ever heard of she loves uh she, she's like can i talk about uh oh billy murray and his funny comedy songs from 1906 <laughs> have you heard this it's a long way to tipperary song damn that's a bop <laughs> i i got nothing yeah you don't got know it, you but... don't you don't listen to old no old. i mean you're doing great i'm I, trying I just, my best i'm trying so hard here. 
Um, no, I mean, I, I, I feel bad that I have nothing to say. <laughs> you got this one. Yeah, Lauren and Madison read Homestuck, so they do know the funny Midnight Crew song, because that's the only other okay, old song. Okay, so... That's the old song uh, that... uh, So... <laughs> Uh, reminder, by the way, that earlier this episode, Madison and Lauren talked about how they were going to get lives stop and stop making everything about Amy. They're going to up their characters and stop talking about And now it. they're talking about how they're mad at Amy for not telling them their mom is gay. They can't uh, so help Adrian... it. It's the natural fabric of the universe to talk about Amy. It's a TV show. Yeah, so Adrian overhears and she stops to talk about them. But she doesn't... This is what's weird, okay? Uh-huh. She overhears them talking about Amy and her mom and whatever. And she, like, stops in her tracks and she walks over to them and starts talking to them. But she doesn't, like, bring up the rumor. She's just like, how's it going, guys? And they just talk. And it's like, do you, have have you met? Yeah, they've met. Do they know each other? I think so. Nah, I don't know about that. So then uh, Henry and Alice and Ben are also here. Uh, and then Adrian... Uh-huh. Adrian starts taunting all of them about how she's leaving in a week and the rest she... of them are losers because they're still stuck in high school. Why is she like this? Even though she's a year older, so who fucking cares? She should have been the valedictorian. Why is she like this? I don't know. Why is this show like this? I don't know. So they bring up Ben maybe transferring, and then Adrian says, You can't transfer to be with that pot-smoking skank. And then Lauren Lord. goes, Nothing. She doesn't yeah, she, say anything she loves they it forgot. Now. She likes that word. They literally, earlier this episode, Lauren they was like, I don't like, like when like people a thing call where Lauren's like, hey. Stop that! But no, like why? Why did? Do you know why? How was that not a setup for this? No, dude, it's because Brenda likes those words and she needs appropriate ways to say it. So having Lauren say all of them by saying she doesn't like those words, yeah, it's just it's so it's so 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 weird. Yeah, to have Lauren go, I don't like when women call other women skanks, and then Amy calls no Adrian. Adrian or Adrian calls. Dylan's girlfriend is skank. Dylan doesn't have a girlfriend. B- Ben's girl. Fuck. Adrian calls Ben's girlfriend a skank, and Laura's just like, okay. When you called Ben's girlfriend a skank, I said nothing. And then Hen- oh, Henry's the one who defends Ben and his girlfriend. Right. Henry's the one who says that that's bad. And then yeah, Grace is like, hey, I'm waiting for Amy to apologize for saying anything, and we should all just forget about this whole rumor nonsense. Don't talk yeah, and to then they all do a funny like haha Let's as talk if about we the would ever Fourth of July. Oh no, I'm sorry. I I had it backwards. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I had I I interpreted my notes the wrong way. Oops. Grace is like, "Hey, I shouldn't have told anyone about this, so it, I would appreciate it if we would not talk about it." And then they all look at each other like as if we're ever going to stop talking about the sexuality of our friend's mom. That's a very important thing to talk about. But then they said they all talk about 4th of July. What is 4th of July? And they all agree. They all simultaneously have a we hate Amy moment where they agree that it's a stupid moment to, or a stupid day to get married. Right. Grace is like, we need to talk about something besides Amy's mom. What if we talk shit about her wedding date choice? And they all are like, huh, yeah, that is pretty fucking stupid. And Ethan walks so by. Mean? Ethan walks by and goes, it's so stupid. And then they're like, yeah, it's so stupid. I would have loved if there was a shot of Jacob and he's like, in his accent, I can't do it. He's like, Amy's so stupid. What a dumb wedding date. I don't even, I I don't even celebrate 4th of July. Amy is so stupid. What a dumb wedding date. (laughs) What a dumb wedding date, y'all. What was was the word that he went super Australian on? I can't remember. It's been too long. Yeah, it's been, I'll, I'll try to remember it. Whatever. 
I don't remember anything. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, <laughs> never mind. So uh, Amy walks into the kitchen at George's house because she decided not to go to summer school. Today, <laughs> she, well, yeah, that's it. She just didn't go. She's failing and all her classes. Well, that was two weeks ago. She might have fixed it. She's getting good she, grades. She now. fixed it, and then she walk. She's there, and she's like, "Hey, Dad! Everyone, it's everyone is talking about how Mom is gay. What's up?" And George is like, "Uh, I can't hear you. My ears are clogged from an earlier phone call." That's how phones work. Brain what? cancer radio. These phones give you brain radiation. So then, Amy. <laughs> so Amy. Uh huh. Amy texts him. Yeah. And he's standing yeah. there. Right Teenager. Be on their cell phones. <laughs> wow. And then George, buddy, George, George is a boomer, but he does also text on his funny cell phone. So I don't get the point of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, so George is like, well, I, I only to told make... Kathleen and it was just to make her feel better about her marriage ending. At least her and husband then... wasn't so bad that he turned her gay and then Nora yes, fucking storms yeah, in. Yeah, says, how would that make her feel better? And George says that. N- Nora bursts in and is like, hey, George, you don't turn gay. And then George fucking Oh my god, the that, universe Jesus George Christ. says that. George says that. Oh, fuck, dude. George Hold says, on. Let, yeah. let me back this up. Let yeah. me back this up. So G- George says uh, he told Kathleen least, to at make At least her... Jeff didn't turn Kathleen gay. Nora walks Burst in and she's like... through the wall like Kool-Aid man. Like, hey, just so you know. Yeah, she walks in and says, nobody turns anyone. And George says, I beg to differ. And she says, you don't know anything about it, okay? And then George says, and I'm sorry for what I'm about yeah, to say, sucks. but this is exactly what he says. This is word for word. He says, you were married. Your husband beat the crap out of you. And you turned... Can I give a rare double disgraceful teen crime to George Jergens for that one? It's it's unbelievable. Brenda Hampton, go to jail. This Fuck is what this is what like this is funny TV dad saying this. This is supposed and, to be like and funny. This, and this doesn't line up in any way with this storyline because George the whole fucking point of this up to this point is that with that no, he he didn't turn Anne. Anne was always gay, thus vindicating his shitty husband behavior. If he turned Anne by being such a horrible man, then that's the fucking complete opposite of the entire point of this. Yeah, it's fine. George sucks. He sucks and he's awful. Nora says that she's always been gay and that she just, like, married Bob to fucking lie to everyone. She does, by the way, say, way to go comparing yourself to my abusive ex-husband, you fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, that was, that uh, was cool teen moment for me was when Nora called George out like that, I guess. And then, and then, this is what's, this, Nora almost had it for me. Cause uh-huh. she goes, she goes, first of all, way to compare yourself to my abusive ex-husband. Second of all, no, people don't get turned. Third of all, Hey, Amy, congrats on setting a wedding date. I love the 4th of July. I even bought Ricky some flag underwear last year. Oh, my God. Like, I was all for this moment where, like, Nora destroys George and is then nice to Amy. But no, she was lying to to Amy on behalf of a weird, mysterious lie that we'll never figure out the solution to. Right. She just fucking ruined it in the end by being like, and now I'll help Ricky with his lie. Do you think that Ricky's just lying for the sake of lying to Amy? I, it's his web of lies. He loves it. He just loves to, it, he gets off on lying. He's um, just a cool dude. He's so fucking, so, I wish he was my husband. So Nora leaves the room and presumably off camera texts Ricky that she lied to Amy for him. And then Ricky smiles at his phone and goes, thanks mom. 
Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. But sorry, sorry, I had to yawn. Just, just why? Just why? Why is he doing? He Where just he wants to under- lie. I think he just wants to lie to his fiance. Did, are we meant? Is the whole? Are we meant to believe that? Yes, the customer gave him the underwear. Like, God, I hope not. Like what? What is this fucking storyline? I mean, we've said it. He wants to bust on the flag, and Amy but, loves Al Gore and loves America. But yes, but yes, it, yes, yeah, yeah. That's I it. I guess it makes sense. And he puts so his Amy, he wears his shoes in bed when he does it. Yeah. So Amy tells her dad how everyone wears their shoes in bed, uh, but not in couch. <laughs> not in couch. Uh, Amy tells her dad how shitty he is, and he says, "Actually, I'm a very smart man with Are you great in- intuition." Hold on a second. Are you implying that Ricky saved his old mattress to be his busting bed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he points. She so points Amy out tells that her dad Amy's how shitty he is, and he and says, that "Everyone's going to be talking about this." Which George says that you know, it's a new cycle, something new will come up. Yeah, and then. Uh, he says he's a very smart man with great intuition. He literally says that, uh, which is how he can tell that Amy set a date for a year away as a deadline for herself because she doesn't really want to get married. So she gave herself a year to talk herself into it. And then Amy goes, Norris, right. You really don't know anything. And then she leaves. And then George and makes like sad DreamWorks face at the camera. This is what's so weird because the tone of that scene you would think would be damn like like the, the the implication of this is that george struck a nerve yeah that he's right and that amy really is just like putting off the wedding so that she has time to talk herself into doing something she doesn't want to do and it's just so cool and good and i love it that this moment where we're like damn george is a really smart guy with great intuition is like 10 seconds after George just being the biggest shitbag. It's almost like Brenda doesn't fucking know how to write characters and also write some of the worst characters I've ever seen in any TV show. I just, it's so, it's, it, it, it's really gross. It's extremely disgusting. Like, George is such a bad, like, especially in this season, is just such a bad, like, awful person who does real awful things and is like gaslights people and fucking lies and uh he's just but then but then every time the show has an opinion of george like anytime there's like a musical cue or it's like, like something is edited funny in a certain or correct way, it's always to yeah emphasize that george is smart and funny and and a great guy yeah even though everything he does is so fucking shitty. Once again, I think we're the odd people out here. We're you're supposed to like George and disagree with Amy. That's what but, but Brenda. My, my, mm-hmm. I, no, no, I, I know that we're, I know that I'm supposed to think that Amy's being like, oh, oh, George struck a nerve. He he really does understand where she's coming from. My question is, am I supposed to also think that George was right about the turning thing? I think so. Yeah. I mean, no, sorry, I don't think. <sighs> hold on. I think that, I think that George, you're supposed to think that George is right about Anne parentheses gay, but I think that, that he's a dad and he doesn't know, like, this is what I think Brenda wants us to think. Like, she wants us to think, oh, he's a dad, he doesn't know any better, but he also is right in his own fatherly ways. That's what I think so Brenda- So it's just, it's just having it both ways with the same character in the same scene. Yeah, it's a, it's a Brenda special. <sighs> who's your Ooh, least favorite, who's your least favorite non-George or Ricky character? That's Brenda Vision, by the way, the episode's over. Um- 
my favorite character, I guess, is Margaret. Uh, I didn't like the way that Margaret was like, gotta get that calendar. I'm so glad she finally fucking settled on a date. I hate Amy. It was nice that she brought Amy a gift, though. No, it was a shitty gift, though. It was a condescending garbage gift. But it was nice that she brought her a gift. No, it was a bad gift. It was a really bad gift. Favorite character. Everyone needs a calendar. I never needed a calendar. You got one on your phone. Um, Dude, I was... <laughs> true story. True story. I was uh, cleaning out my closet the other day because, shameful fact, <laughs> hey. after I moved into this... Yeah? Sorry? Sorry, I just realized, because we have our vacuum rule, right? Everything's in a vacuum for a favorite character, right? Favorite character, yeah, Ethan? Yeah. I guess it's Ethan. It's gotta be Ethan. I guess it's Ethan. I was cleaning out my closet because when I moved into this place, like, fucking two years ago... I just never unpacked a lot of my stuff. Did you find, like, a 2011 calendar or something? It was a 2015 Game Grumps calendar. Oh my god, I remember that calendar. I remember it. It had all the funny fake holidays. stupid calendar that starts in April. Oh my god, did it have funny holidays on it? It did, it had, like... Important question, which Game Grumps were involved on that product? (sighs) Oh, oh, do you just mean... Yeah. It was was Aaron and Dan. Okay, so we... (laughs) It wasn't no, this a was cursed, way post It wasn't Tron. a cursed artifact. I mean, it I is, mean, it was cursed. Like, don't could have been worse. Don't get it twisted. It was cursed for hey, sure. You know, if you cross out the year, a calendar is good as long as it's not a leap year calendar. You that's you put not, that. You that's put not the, when when uh, when no, you're, hold, hey, hey, yeah. hold on. Huh? No, what? Because the fucking days of the week are different. You know, I never thought about that. The first of a month is not always going to be on the same day of the week. Why did they make the... You know, I think we got to rework this calendar system. Why don't you put the old calendar up anyway, and then when uh, Lauren moves in... Well, I I fucking threw it in the garbage. Oh, we'll take it out of the garbage. So now when Lauren moves in, there's a stinky garbage Green Grumps 2015 calendar on the wall. I would have to go to the... I would have to, like, go to the dump. You'd have to go to the dump, which I think makes it... The trash is gone. The place where all the trash lives. Who do you agree that Ethan's the your favorite character? Of the episode? Can, yeah, can you say Ethan. it? For, uh, can you say that so we get isolated? No, I already it? said it, but I will say it again. In a vacuum, Ethan was my favorite character this episode. Um, who is your least favorite besides uh, George? besides George and Ricky? Obviously, that's that's now like a permanent fixture of yeah. my notes. At the bottom, I have favorite and least favorite characters. Favorite colon and then a blank. Least favorite colon besides George and Ricky comma blank. Amy was being real shitty in this episode. It was Madison and Lauren for me. Oh, well, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say Amy because that stuff with like he was the lady giving you tomato. But uh, you wait because Ricky was lying to her. Yep. Never mind. Fucking yeah, it was Madison and Lauren. Or what? No, it was Adrian for being just like you're dating that stupid bitch. That dumb, funny skonk. Yeah, that's that that sucked. Yeah. Especially because Adrian, for... Adrian has fucking been there and back again with people bullying her for being sexually active. Why is she yeah, the person if... who's always doing this garbage? Yeah, you, in in some in some stories with writing, maybe this would be like a thing about Adrian's character that she uh, doesn't treat people the way that she would like to be treated. Um, but instead, that's just it's nothing that's just how it is and everybody likes it and claps every time anyways uh, do you have any questions we got five but it's getting kind of late and i gotta pack away my computer so i'm gonna just make it executive we're gonna do two this week if that's okay with you that's fine all right we got one from anonymous it says ave anonymous here alice herson who plays mimsy turned 90 a few months ago and was just in an episode of will and grace playing ruth bader ginsburg married to <laughs> eugene levy anyways what? i found something quite amazing Wait. uh-huh what no, hold on. This is not the end. This is good. 
Um, I found something quite amusing on her IMDb. She's credited as playing Jenny Jackson slash deceased Jenny Jackson on Take a Guess What TV Show. Take a guess. Um, You'll get it. Come I, on. It's a, who, who made this show? Who made who made Secret? Oh, Seventh Heaven. It was Seventh Heaven. I think this means that she God played a ghost. Um, this brings me to my question. If John Schneider were to come back as a guest star as a ghost, how would Ghost Marshall be summoned and react to everything? Put uh, put a golf I ball? I don't think he... In the guest house, put some. Bl- well, I don't. I don't think he would need to be summoned because he's just there. He he's already in the there. guest house. Um, he, he would, would. He would be summoned in that he would hear Gra- Grace would be in the guest house with a boy. Which boy? Uh, another boy who doesn't exist yet, probably. Um, and he'd be like, like Daniel's never coming back. No, right? Daniel's never coming back. Anyways, he would react. He'd be like, he'd be like, hey, it's my son Jacob. Grace, don't have sex. What are you doing? You're disappointing me. I'm ashamed. He'd try to do the head tilt, but because he's floating, he's... he would just end up accidentally spinning around and doing a flip. No, he's like nearly headless Nick. He just does the head tilts and his head just falls right off. Oh, it's be- because he was, he was like mostly beheaded in the plane crash. Yeah, sure. Um, All right, fine. I'm okay with that. Here's one from from Bilbo X Fieri, who says, Jordan, so you f- keep your mouth fucking shut this week. Okay. Who do you expect will get married before the end of the show? Wishful thinking for me, not Amy and Ricky. I've said many, I've said many moons ago that I think at the end of the show. Now I said this back before I fucking hated Ricky, but I I I uh, I said that by the end of the show, Ricky will be raising John alone. Amy will not be with Ricky. That's my guess. I'm gonna stay by that. Hopefully. Amy will be raising John alone without Ricky, but you know, whatever. Get out of there, Amy. Um, I, I fucking think that George and Kathleen are gonna get married. It's gonna fucking suck, dude. Um, also Camille and Leo. I don't think any of the other teens are gonna get married. Those are my guesses. You can talk again now. Okay. Um, uh, I'm just gonna spoil it. Uh, Amy gets married to Jimmy, and they raise John together. Okay, hold on, real quickly. I do unfortunately have two questions that will not that will go on that will go old if we wait so i'm gonna i'm gonna go do these <laughs> okay you're given the others for anonymous um you're given the opportunity to play one parentheses one game of pool with any person in the world living dead fictional or otherwise who do you choose and why if i had to play a pool with anyone it would be with my dear brother sam i was gonna say you hey there we hey. go that's a nice it. wholesome moment here's one more from friend of the show haunting the morgue who says how do y'all feel about tomatoes I used to pick them off my burger, but now I ignore them. I like cherry grape tomatoes, though. I love them in a sauce. The best thing in the world is sun-dried tomatoes. Like, that's... I, I love a sun-dried tomato. I don't like it. I, I don't, do enjoy a tomatoed sauce. I don't like eating plain, uncooked tomatoes. I do like to roast. That's like my... In, in its nascent state, if you roast a tomato, I like that. But I don't like eating raw tomato. I don't mind raw tomato. Um, do you like them on a burger or a sandwich? I, I enjoy a burger uh, with tomato on it. My my thing is I wish that, like, people would cut tomatoes thinner. I don't like when I fucking bite into a big fucking thick hunk, hunk of, the... of tomato. Yeah. Like, I enjoy I enjoy a sliver tomato. Also, that's, they that's have the... to, it has to be in summer because the tomato is in season. <laughs> um, yeah. Just I, this thought. Just I like a thought. tomato sauce. I like a tomato paste, too. Mm. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like to brush just my teeth with it. tomato paste. Anyways, we'll, we'll cut I it. I believe that's a lyric from Weird Al Yankovic's uh, Your Horoscope for Today. Brush your teeth with water? What was it? Eat a bucket of tea and a flavor pudding. What are you supposed to brush? it down with a gallon of strawberry quick. Whatever. 
Try to avoid any burdens with the Ebola virus. You'll never find true happiness. No, that's not. It's the stars predict tomorrow. You'll wake up to a bunch of stuff and then you'll go back to sleep. Okay, whatever. Um, whatever. We're, clear, we're clearing it out. Haunting the morgue also says, "I don't really, I re- really don't want to ask about Tom's toes." Sorry, then don't. Uh, and, in the Discord chat, I, I, we were trying to remember what happened in this episode, uh, and I meant to, I meant to type tomatoes, but I accidentally typed Tom toes. Oh, Tom's so toes. There you go. Nice. Okay, let's let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, on that note. Uh, you can find us on uh, twitter.com at jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com. Uh, you can join our Discord where I accidentally say Tom Toes. Uh, uh, links on any of our episodes. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgenit, where $1 gets you access to any of our bonus content, fan fiction readings, secret diary of Ashley Jurgen's readings, episode commentary tracks, uh, and the Grant High School book, nope, Grant High School Exchange Program, uh, where we, w- once a month, allegedly... <laughs> Watch I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm sorry. My schedule's been absolute dog We're shit. doing it. We're going to be doing it like next week. Cyber seduction, We're going to do it life, soon. I, I promise. To. We're going to do it very soon. We promise. And whatever, we'll uh, get through all the movies, even if the podcast is over. That's true. We we will not stop until we have watched all the movies we promised to watch. Uh, uh, and also get to see The Circle Jerk, which was fun. Was $5 fun. gets you... Uh, all that plus a shout out in the podcast and you can send in a message that we will read in Ben voice ASMR optional $10 gets you uh, all that plus a special discord role that lets you listen to the recordings live when they happen on discord uh, I saw that I had a patreon message notification but it was not um, anyone sending in a message unfortunately Damn. I'm so sorry uh, it's want- just uh, on cinema do you want me to read it in Ben voice ASMR uh no because then you would have to read the link that's a patreon exclusive download link to their podcast that'd be bad yeah so i'm not gonna have you read that out loud because you're not supposed to share those uh shout out to our 10 and 5 is it is it clear that we're like both totally running out of momentum here (laughs) i'm so tired i have to pack i am very i'm the second this episode is done i'm unplugging my computer and throwing it in a box uh uh, i do that every week i just wanted to to give you a peek behind the curtain Right, when we when we read the Secret Diary of Ash Jurgens, we throw the book, but when you record the podcast, you throw your computer into a box. The garbage Shout out box. to our 10 and $5 subscribers. Oh, I have to open my eyes for this. <laughs> I've just been sitting here with my eyes closed. <laughs> That's so nice. I'll, I'll, I'll join you in that space. I'm very tired. Shout out to our 10 and $5 subscribers. Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cave, Stephanie Ruff, Dr. B. Dandy, The Smoking Dad, Colby, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all so very, very much. We appreciate your patronage. You pay us Did to you have sleepy podcasts. Huh? What? Did they really give money? Did they give us five bucks? If they didn't Did give they get more, bonus content, that really sucks. No, I never edited it. <laughs> give us money. Give us money for us to not give you things. Hello, Mr. Canning. This is the FBI. This is Taryn from Patreon. <laughs> you don't get those newsletters. Anyway. No. <laughs> Great. Uh, noise space. Hey, hey, noise space. Yeah. We're on there. Hey, check this Sorry, out. Sorry, I'm asleep. I was, uh, you can find yeah. all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com. We are hosted on noisespace.xyz where you can listen to podcasts. I was on... Um, friend of the us roy had uh 
um, on podcasting is forbidden with the cloud recesses. Uh, in the cloud recesses. In the, of the cloud recesses. Uh, By the cloud recesses. For the cloud recesses. Uh, Fallon went out of town, and Roy asked me to guest host an episode about ice cream commercials and season two trailers, and it was really fun, and we talked about Grover House. Thank you, Roy. It was good. Uh, you, to listen. you can go to noisepace.xyz and check out some of our wonderful podcasts, like The Island Shuffle and Fear Baiting, and the rest. My Pod Cabbages, which has a new episode, Woo. and The Stick, which has a new episode, and Picking Up Something Good, which is new, like Animal Collective. and Radish, which is new. That's new! And Wonder Yerks. Do you know I just, uh, like, two days ago got the title, like, finally got the joke about the title of the, the Wonder, Wonder Yerks. Yerks is such a good title. I, here's the thing. Same with Fear Baiting. I thought for the entire time. I don't know time, if Sarah or Blair came up with those titles, but they're damn good I titles. I thought the entire time that Yerks was a play on the mix of the Wonder Years and the word Yeeks, which is said so a that- lot. Why wouldn't it be the Wonder Yeeks then? Um, I, you know, I thought it was a bad title for a really long time. Did you, oh, you, I guess you- I've you never, read, never Animorphs. read Animorphs, I didn't did know you? that there were aliens called Yerks. I, I, so, I read a, I read a handful when I was my younger, I, I remember very little about them. Yeah. Uh, I'm dead. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. Good night, Brenda. What do we say? Get her done. What do we say at the end of, what do we say to the god of death? Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> what do we say to the god of death? Get her done. <laughs> Good night. And then he kills Put me. Put my computer in a box. Brandon Vision. American Teenager Radio.